Hello and welcome to St. Peter's by the Sea here in Narragansett. Today's service is a service for First Advent, or the first Sunday of Advent. This morning also marks the beginning of the church year, so it's appropriate to say to everyone, Happy New Year. Before we begin our worship, just a couple of announcements. First, a thank you to everyone who donated and helped with our Thanksgiving food distribution last Sunday. Over 55 families were helped with their Thanksgiving dinner. This food is so important now, especially as we have learned that nearly one in four Rhode Island families are feeling food insecurity, and our community market is helping to fill that need. Also, I wish to thank Nancy Mead and Bev Clark for decorating the church and getting it ready for this Advent service and this Advent season. Also, a reminder that if you have not already done so, please mail in your pledge cards. We are dependent on knowing what our income will look like for next year as we begin putting our budget together over the next couple of weeks. So if you can please send your pledge card in this week, it would be greatly appreciated. And finally, a reminder, we are continuing to collect socks for our giving tree. Those socks will be distributed the week before Christmas to all of our community market guests. Also, we are at this time receiving donations for our Christmas service. Just like last year, those who give and help support that service for music and this year for videography will be listed in the PDF for the bulletin. All the words for today's service and words to the hymns are found in the e-net. If you wish to sing along or follow along, please pull up your e-net and open up the PDF marked for the service. On that note, let us join together in singing verses 1 and 2 of hymn number 57.
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy immortal one, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy immortal one, have mercy upon us. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy immortal one, have mercy upon us. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light now in the time of this mortal life which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down so that the mountains would quake at your presence as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries so that the nations might trouble, tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down. The mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways, but you were angry and we sinned because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us unto the hand of, of one, our iniquity. Yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O oh Lord, and do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. The word of the Lord.
The psalm will be read in unison. Hear, O shepherd of Israel, leading Joseph like a flock, shine forth, you that are enthralled upon the cherubim, in the presence of Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Stir up your strength and come to help us. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. O Lord, God of hosts, how long will you be angered despite the prayers of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have given them bowls of tears to drink. You have made us the derision of our neighbors and our enemies laugh us to scorn. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance and we shall be saved. Let your hand be upon the man of your right hand, the son of the man you have made so strong for yourself. And so will we never turn away from you. Give us life that we may call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. A reading from Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech and in knowledge of every kind, just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you were called into the fellowship of the Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The word of the Lord. Our sequence hymn is hymn 601. We'll sing the ver first verse prior to the reading of the gospel. The second verse will be sung after the gospel. Hymn 601. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Jesus said, In those days after that suffering, 
The sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that, uh, that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you will know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home, he puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he suddenly comes. And what I say to you, I will say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. As I think about today's readings, two words come to me. Wait and watch. As we, re as we listen to the Old Testament reading, and the psalm this morning, we hear the painful waiting of Israel, captive Israel, who is oppressed by their conquerors, and at this point are losing patience with God. As we listen to the psalm carefully, we hear them yelling, It's time now, God, to act. We are ready. When will you come? And then they remind him 
that he is to be faithful to their promises. But the time of the writing is not yet for Israel to be restored to independence. And we, at this point, like Israel, we too wait. We wait too in captivity for the coming of the kingdom, for the return of the Christ on this earth, to free this world of sin itself. But in the Gospels, we are told that the kingdom is near. And Jesus, in his comments this morning, remind us to look and to watch for the signs of the kingdom in the same way we look and watch in the spring for the signs that summer is coming. We know when the buds of the tree start to thicken and open that the wonderful warm weather of summer is not far behind. And so Jesus tells us today to look for those signs of heaven in the coming of the kingdom, which is, as he often says, is very near. But it never feels all that near. As I read this morning's gospel, I am reminded often of what I say to people when they're in the midst of crisis. And that is, don't look into the darkness for God. Look for the light around the edges. For that is where you will find God in this time. Just in the same way that Jesus comes into the world, not with a bang, but quietly, subtly, as a newborn baby, to a marginalized family, to be born in a stable. The coming of the kingdom begins with subtlety. But we who are his followers, who wait patiently upon the Lord, need to become present to the signs of God's presence here on earth. So I was thinking about that this week. I was thinking about this new term that has sort of begun to bubble up in the vernacular, and it's called being woke. And when I hear that word woke, I'm not always sure whether it is actually being used as a pejorative or as a compliment, but what it tends to talk about is someone becoming aware or present to the realities of this world that they weren't aware of before. And so as I listen and hear the words of the gospel to watch and be alert, what I hear God saying to us today is to be woke. Be present to the action of God. And the only way that we are able to be fully present to the action of God in this world is by slowing it down. If there is one thing that we have learned globally from this pandemic is that as the restrictions of life have been put on us, and we have literally as a people been forced to let go of so much, what we're beginning to find is that we have 
developed a greater presence to what is going on on this earth and with each other. The slowing down of this world has made many of us more and more aware of how easily this world repairs itself and how by slowing ourselves down, we have seen the direct results of man's effect on our environment as new vistas are being opened up as a smog lifts and as waters that were polluted and opaque have now become clear. But I think we're also learning the value of being present to one another. This week, I'm very thankful to Allison Clark for sharing the words of her young son, Jack, who, despite all that has gone on this year, looked at his mother with great earnestness and said, you know, this year has been the best year of my life. Why, he answered, because they moved into a new house where he could ride his bike more. He loved his new school, but mostly he liked the fact that he was able to spend more time with his mother, more time as a family camping and boating and movie nights. In essence, what Jack at six was able to realize and pared down to is what was so important, was the family being fully present to each other and how much more valuable that was than all the activities that they have given up this year. As we enter this season of Advent, we are called to slow down, to focus, and to be present to God. And like young Jack, to look for the signs of the kingdom around us that tell us the kingdom for which we wait is near. We just have to wait a little longer and stay alert. Amen. Let us affirm our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen, we believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. 
With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The Prayers of the People Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church, that we all may be one. Grant that every member of the Church may truly and humbly serve you, that your name may be glorified by all people. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may be faithful ministers of your word and sacrifice and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world, that there may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake, that our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble, that they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest. Let light per perpetual shine upon them. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. In the diocesan cycle of prayer, I ask your prayers for St. Andrew's, Little Compton, and St. Andrew's School, Barrington. In the parish cycle of prayer, I ask your prayers for Dave, Katie, Sadie, and Sarah Tetrault, John and Carol Tickner, and Allison Bateson Tupin. Assist us mercifully, O Lord, and these are supplications and prayers. And dispose the way of your servants toward the attainment of everlasting salvation, that among all the changes and chances of this mortal life, they may ever be defended by your gracious and ready help through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen.
The peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. Let us greet one another, either in the comments or otherwise, with a sign of Christ's love and peace. the Lord of hosts, yet once a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land, and I will shake. come from you, O Lord, and of your own have we given you. Amen.
The Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Because you sent your beloved Son to redeem us from sin and death, and to make us heirs in him of everlasting life, that when he shall come again in power and great triumph to judge the world, we may without shame or fear rejoice to behold his appearing. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you've made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all, in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory. And we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious Lord, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country where with, blessed, where with the blessed Virgin Mary, Peter, our patron, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, 
the head of the church and the author of our salvation by him and with him in the unity of the holy spirit all honor and glory is yours almighty father now and forever amen And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia! the gifts of God, for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. Oh. 
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us in these holy mysteries that we are living members of the body of your Son and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you, as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go forth in the name of Christ. Thanks be to God.